episode 153. My name is Dave Hunt, and I'm joined by Michael Swick. How's it going, Dave? Uh, I didn't know that we hit three years until I saw, like, you or Angela tweet about it. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> and then I just moved on with my life. <laughs> How's it going? You know, I just it showed, it showed up in some of my memories on Facebook because we launched it and we were pushing all this stuff. And so I was like, oh, that's right. I, I didn't, like, I didn't, I knew it was coming. But, like, when I woke up this morning, I'm like, Oh yeah, so I guess today is November 1st. I go, and we're recording today. So we are officially three years old today. This is when we recorded on November, or yeah, this is when we released episode one three years ago on November 1st. Um, So it's 153 episodes because math, <laughs> extra weeks in the years, I guess. Like, Well, I guess, no, what, 50? No, this 52 is, uh, times no, three would be not. 156, but we... S- our E3 yeah, episodes we, miss it up because we don't do numbered episodes during like E3 weeks, typically. Yeah. Do we? I don't right. remember. And then we also, well, and we also take the week off of holiday because mm-hmm. we like to, you know, there's not, like I said, we do take a week off then, which is probably equating for some of the numbers. And then, but I mean, we've released, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but like 175 pieces of content, at least on the podcast feed, mm-hmm. not including like the number, numerous, um, you know, Patreon stuff that we've done, Twitch things that we've done. Um, and then like the 170 pieces of content include any of like your your um some of your interviews that you've done some of the the game coverages and game previews that i've been able to do so there's plenty of things that have definitely been more than you know 52 times three weeks of content for sure so yeah yeah but uh it's been kind of crazy to think it's uh that long already a lot of people were like wow (laughs) the pandemic either slows down time or vastly accelerates it there's no in between. It, it, it just depends on what questions you ask that day uh, will be the answer. <laughs> right. of like, yeah, it went quick or it went real slow. Uh, yeah. So so obviously we are Digital Days Gaming. We are a weekly podcast that updates uh, most weeks, uh, Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern time on podcast services. If you're able to leave us a review on that service, it's super helpful. Podcast Addict, Apple Music. Uh, I don't even know what the Apple thing's called anymore. Apple Podcasts, um, you know, Google Play, any of those things, Spotify. If you're able to leave us a review and you can use words, that's always helpful. Sharing the show uh, helps the you know more people get access to our show as well. Reviewing helps move us up, moves us up in algorithms. Or when somebody clicks on it and sees, oh wow, these guys have done 150 episodes plus. Um, then we should uh, maybe check them out and then read some of the other reviews and then they're like, oh, these guys are great then maybe they'll listen, subscribe, and download. So that's always helpful. So, But sharing is, is helpful. Um, sharing on Facebook, retweeting on, on Twitter, um, all of those things help the show grow. We do live stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash digitaldaysgaming. Uh, typically on Tuesday nights, the show around 9 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, so you can also subscribe to us on Twitch. Uh, we are an affiliate. Or you can use your Amazon uh your Amazon account and link it with your Twitch account and get Prime Gaming. Get a bunch of cool free stuff every month from Prime. Yeah, from Prime Gaming as well as a free Twitch sub to the streamer of your choice. And hopefully that's us. Uh, the way that the Twitter scene's been going the last three or four days, I don't know how much longer we're going to be on Twitter. Yeah, um, <laughs> fuck, Dave. Uh, I hear OnlyFans is really uh, where people are going. I don't, I don't know if I have a real alternative. Yeah. Um, um, but, you know, like in order to help maybe the podcast grow, paying a certain amount of money per month to get a blue check might not be bad for a couple months for us. N- I, don't uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you want you don't want to. then I don't know if I want to contribute to that process either. Nope, nope. Uh, so alternatives, if they come up, we will definitely be experimenting yeah. and jumping on those services 
Uh, yeah, uh, all, ki- all kidding aside, like I, whatever is going on with Twitter is their own business, their own business venture. Uh, we don't monetize Twitter. We don't make any money off Twitter. Um, but damn, but do they want to monetize off us? Inter- it's been kind of entertaining to read a little bit just to see. But uh, anyway, so um, all the links in the show notes for you to join our community are in the show notes. So all of our all of the links to join the community are in our show notes. So you can check those out. Uh, Discord, Facebook. Um, <laughs> when you put an OnlyFans like See, I'm afraid to know what know that where that to. goes. Yeah. I don't want to know where that goes. There's a lot of things that that could go in the wrong direction. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Said, uh, don't yeah, don't. I don't want to click Barbara that. John. Yeah, don't do that. It'll <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> totally made me lose my train of thought. Uh, in the show notes are links for you to join the community. Facebook, Discord, Patreon, uh, PayPal, not OnlyFans. I repeat, not only fans <laughs> not yet Dave. Not um, yet. <laughs> so uh but you can check all that stuff out and we're going to jump into the news yeah the first uh news story is just a bit of warning uh there's god of war spoilers all over the internet so i feel like this happens for almost every uh major playstation game uh that comes out it, something leaks before launch um so there's uh sounds like a couple weeks ago a reviewer uh, thought their Twitter account was private, that they were dumping their screenshots. Turns out it wasn't. Uh, so there's screenshots that were leaked a couple weeks ago. And then now, uh, turns out a retailer or a couple different realtors, uh, uh, retailers are selling the game off street date. So, uh, Corey Balrog is very pissed that the street date is being ignored and now there are full spoilers. Uh, someone, uh, Chris Penwell, who's been on the show, uh, said he was trying to find the new trailer for the game, and it was a straight-up spoilers in the YouTube search. Just like, here's the ending, just like right there if you just look up God of War trailer. Oh, gosh. I yeah, I, didn't, yeah, uh, I didn't hear that. I mean, I've I've avoided... I haven't seen anything, like or uh, but I don't also, like... I get on Twitter, I get off Twitter, I get yeah. on Twitter, I get off Twitter. I don't scroll through it. Um, but that's very scary. I also thought I saw something today that see it said PS Direct was sending out the God of War bundles Accidentally, early. Yeah, so if you uh, the only yeah. thing is that it's a code in the box and those codes aren't active, so that's like the only thing. But it sounds like oh, good, it guess. is a leaky yeah. ship. Street street, yeah. Or well, street dates have already been broken too. That's what I mean. Like yeah, people, I mean, which happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, which and that's where a lot of the happens. the videos are coming from. Is a couple stores throughout the world were just straight up releasing the game, and now there's a straight up here's the ending on youtube so uh hey good time to go dark on the internet uh if you care about god of war uh we're so close to the release comes day. out a week from tomorrow yes. a week from friday yes yeah is it a, is it a wednesday or a friday that it comes I think out it's the ninth, the ninth seventh is monday it might yeah. be a wednesday or friday something like that yeah um so, but yeah uh, uh just uh stay safe out there if you don't want it spoiled <laughs> uh c- c- yeah that's crazy shit's out there. but i mean like yeah this happens i mean reviews are hitting like we're recording on a Tuesday, and I think reviews are hitting on the second or the third, second, third, or fourth. So they're coming out really mm-hmm. soon. So be careful of those. Most of the reviewers are pretty respectful of that, but there could be some other people that just aren't. So um, going back to our little bit of our Twitter conversation, if you are not aware, there are phrases and words that you can mute on Twitter and unmute them later. And it doesn't cost and anything. I would yet. probably uh, yeah, and I'd probably mute God of War. <laughs> I would mute God of War, G-O-W, Ragnarok. I would probably mute all Yeah, of Kratos, Atreus, just every character you can think of. 
uh spoilers are out there Uh, if you click on like a playstation tweet right now like any tweet you will see spoilers for god of war it's really annoying i don't recommend doing that when there's not spoilers out there just because you'll just fall down a rabbit hole you don't want to in in those replies anyways yeah yeah it's, it's it's not ideal to do that anytime but if you're looking forward to a playstation release don't do it uh, yeah. a week or two before there's, there's definitely like three avenues of social media that i determined to not be healthy at all and that's twitter <laughs> responses facebook facebook comments on generic posts unsponsored posts and um youtube comments or did i say youtube comments already uh, you might have yeah twitter twitter replies youtube comments and and uh comments on like with like it like if there's like, like hey god of war comes out in five days and then you see all that like 187 comments like do not click on yeah, that yeah yeah <laughs> and we don't even warn against Facebook posts because like no one no one looks at the Facebook replies anymore. Uh but okay, yeah, so that's just a little bit of a warning. Uh and now we're gonna get into subscription talk. Specifically uh Game Pass. Um so uh more more me misquoting numbers and math poorly probably. Probably, so, probably. So. And then us citing stories from video game websites that also might have misread numbers. Uh but we'll go from this. I did cross-reference a couple different websites to make sure they were all on the same uh, path. Uh, But Xbox Game Pass, it's not hitting targets set internally at Microsoft. Uh, So according to Axios and the stories coming from Video Games Chronicles, uh, the internal numbers at Microsoft uh, for Game Pass uh, have missed their goals two years in a row. Uh, So according to these internal numbers, Microsoft was looking for a 72% increase, but they only hit a 28% increase for this year. So a big difference there. The previous year, they wanted a 47% increase, but only got 38%. Uh, This in comparison to a year prior, or to basically three years ago, Microsoft wanted 71% and they got 85%. So that's why last year they wanted to get an increase. And then this year, because they thought they were hitting that point where like every year they're going to get like a major increase. And instead it's been slowing. Uh, in an interview prior to this information coming out, uh, Phil Spencer did say in some interviews that like he has seen slowdown in growth for Game Pass and equated the situation to basically the market has been saturated in terms of like, hey, we only have so many Xboxes out there and the people that are going to subscribe have subscribed. So that is why there's uh, a bit of a slowdown. And there was also talk of like, Game Pass will probably get a price increase eventually, but... See, I disagree with this. This has been all of our social media, and I disagree with this point. He talked about games, consoles, and services in, in an entire sentence, saying that they like that some of them can't stay the same price forever. Mm-hmm. Do I see a possible increase for Game Pass subscription? Sure. Yes, inflation exists. But I... Th- <laughs> I think it's more I think it's more the conversation around their games going from sixty dollars to seventy dollars. Like that's that's what because like right now you can buy Starfield for sixty dollars still. Mm-hmm. I believe. So like that's that that's what I look at it more of is that they're gonna start moving to the seventy dollar game the game's um price. And then I, I do think that we are going to see a small increase in the price of the consoles. Like I could see the Series S going to like three twenty nine. Um and the X going maybe up to like five fifty, um just because like it just feels like that's kind of like what everybody's doing right now, 
I don't know, based on the numbers that you just read, I don't know if it's a good idea for them to increase the price of Game Pass right now. And I don't think they plan um, to do that anytime soon. Correct. It, when a number goes even They're, lower, then they will have go to. Ahead. Yeah. They're, but I, I think if it stays flat and consistent, um, I think that they'll keep it at the price it is like so he's not seeing growth but he's also i'm sorry like they're not seeing growth but they're not seeing decline that's it that's very important is you're not seeing a decline yeah um i also think it's kind of crazy that okay so like three years ago or if, if i'm looking at this your, your bullet points correctly like a 71 percent increase isn't necessarily crazy because it was still like what i would call in its infancy and they started adding big bigger titles to the to the to the program and then so to 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 hope for 71 one year and then to hope for 47 the next year seems a little bit more tangible to get 85 that one year when you want 71 percent and then to get 38 the next year when you wanted 47 percent it's not awful yeah but then to then come out and have your highest number ever of wanting 72 percent that's not good internal goal setting no especially Um, with when you look at like the first party output for this year like, right, what but I expecting? also think that the the Starfield they were expecting Starfield is what they were expecting. Yeah, but you think they would have adjusted this number? But I guess they don't. They can't. Right, they're a publicly traded maybe, company. Maybe they don't know. go back and post do that. Yeah. So I do think that um, next year with potentially uh, on paper Starfield and Redfall coming out uh, in the same year, I think we will see Game Pass go over thirty million subscribers. Um, do I think it'll stay over 30 million for the entire year? No, but it will get over 30 million. I think those two games together combined will get you that other five to seven million dollar, five to seven million user jump that they're looking for. I think Starfield will be 75 percent of it, and Redfall will be 25 percent of it. Star, I, I, Starfield is a big deal. Um, now, if Microsoft can release something that's not Forza as a third major triple a third party title that year it gets into a completely different conversation for me of if you have three games coming out that are 70 dollars, and i think starfield redfall well i don't know if starfield will be but i think redfall will be 70 dollars. um and then if another third party game is able to come out during the holidays that game will be 70 dollars as well this gets into the conversation of three 70 titles that interest you costing you 210 dollars on xbox or getting game pass ultimate for 180 (laughs) yeah yeah it's going to come down to to releases for them to see an increase. Um, it's just kind of wild though, because that that does mean like they were expecting Starfield to come out this year, right? Because like that's the only yeah. logical thing. Well, it originally was dated, yeah. right? It was dated November eleventh, yeah. like it was dated like next week. So yeah, um, so that 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 had to have been there, and I and then you know maybe there was other you know other things that they thought were farther along than they really were, or. Bethesda had told them that they were farther along, and then they said, oh, "Wait a minute, we don't want you to release that." What are you talking about? We always do that. Well, you're not doing that anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, you know, there's a lot. I feel like there's been a lot of stuff when Spencer talked to the Wall Street Journal that's kind of been thrown out of proportion. Um. You know, in terms of, he said, um. Xbox, I think is the exact quote, and I could be wrong, but Xbox is now profitable for us, is what he Something stated, like which that. tells me that it wasn't profitable before, and and it is now. Uh, could that be because I feel like I feel like they spent significantly less on third party titles on Game Pass in 2022 than they did in 2021, 
Um, I don't have any like concrete facts or anything to back that up, other than um, games like Outriders and aren't on there, and we we're, we're led to believe that Outriders was an expensive endeavor for them to get on Game Pass. Um, so, but I think overall, like people are like jumping on the numbers and and seeing and the bottom line is that what this tells me and everything that phil spencer has said to the wall street journal is this company needs to release some goddamn games <laughs> yeah, this this is what it comes down to is just they they need to release games to where the numbers will eventually decline if they don't start releasing first party games um and right once they get into that rhythm that we keep talking about them, that they eventually could hit where they could get a couple games out in one go or like consistently get two to three games out uh, per year. Uh, then that's probably when you increase the price for game pass. But right now, if they're only looking at maybe one or two releases, they're, they're going to have to do something and make more third party deals. Uh, but this is also where the Activision Blizzard thing comes in and they'll probably get a huge mm-hmm. uh, price or uh, a huge subscriber influx uh, when that deal finally closes. Um, like the, the thing that I think that maybe people might be dismissing is like, we could be talking about this, whatever, whatever it gets, when it gets done with the judicial Olympics, that's playing right now. But like this Activision blizzard, um, Xbox merger acquisition could probably be finalized by the beginning of physical year. So we're talking like March, right? Like we're talking about end of March, beginning of April of this uh, 2023, this deal being done. Do you agree? Uh, the UK just said they're going to go further in depth. So, uh, but I mean, I'm talking about the end of Microsoft physical year, which I believe is the end of March. Yeah. I mean, it's a possibility, uh, though there is a chance to get stretched. So what, what do you think would or could happen or, or do you think it's too late, but what could or would happen to game pass subscriptions? If call of duty, modern warfare two is on game pass, April 1st. I mean, I would assume they would go up, though we'll talk about the Modern Warfare 2 sales figures in a little bit on how everyone might already have a copy by then. Uh, But it definitely will lead to an increase. Or even if they just put the back catalog of Call of Duty games on there, it it would be a a huge, huge jump for them. Especially it would be like a month or two after Starfield's already been out. So it would be a good one-two punch uh, for Game Pass at that point. um yeah i was just uh all right uh let's talk about playstation plus now um so playstation plus uh looks like it has seen a two million subscriber drop uh since the relaunch um this isn't that crazy of a thing uh the subscriber count is still higher than pre-pandemic numbers uh they're just kind of dealing with we're further past the pandemic being you know quote unquote uh, quote unquote over so they're seeing a drop. Uh, I think they were expecting PlayStation Plus revamp to keep people, but it ended up they just still lost the amount of people they were probably already going to lose regardless of the revamp. Um, revenue from the service did increase despite this loss, and PlayStation does expect to regain these 2 million people by the end of next quarter. So it's not that big a deal. I just put this out here because online, uh, since fanboys fanboy, uh, there's just a bunch of people just uh, pointing to this and pointing to the Game Pass thing, saying subscriptions are dying and all that stuff. But this shouldn't be too big a deal. But Dave, were you expecting the the PS Plus revamp to bring people in or keep people? Because I kind of don't think they did a good enough job. So this kind of makes sense. Yeah. So the PS Plus numbers are actually a little bit surprising to me because I feel like 
when everybody, you know, like you had mentioned, like fanboys are going to fanboy, but like you've, like they had to have pumped a decent amount of expenses into this marketing of PS Plus and PS uh, Extra, uh, Premium and Extra, um, as well as like I'm sure that it wasn't expensive, but I'm sure it wasn't cheap to add trophy support to some of these games. It did cost effort, time, time, effort, and energy. Um, for, but the, the the thing that's like super interesting is a decrease of 2 million subscribers, but an increase in revenue mm-hmm. means that people are paying for the higher tiers. Yeah. Um, so, but my question is, what would be, I would like to see this come around next June. Um, and you know, like our guest, I guess at this time next year, because that would be when people are like, all right, I'll do it for like a year or I'll do the little, I'll do the extra 30 bucks on top of my, I can, cause I think last time I saw mine, it was like, at, you know, upgrade for like twenty two ninety seven for the rest of your time period, which doesn't sound terrible, you know, but when it comes down to, oh, your PS plus is expired. Do you want the $60 package, the $90 package or the $120 package? I think that they're going to do 60 cause they're yeah. going to be like, well, the other stuff isn't really, you know, tangible. And I think, and and I I know that Sony offers the month to month, but the month to month doesn't have the value that the Game Pass month to month has, and it doesn't have the accessibility that the Game Pass month to month has. You know, like you have regular Game Pass that's nine ninety nine, um, Game Pass PC that's nine ninety nine, and then Game Pass Ultimate. If you don't play online, you can do the nine ninety nine version on your console. If you don't play online at all, like and that's fine. If you play online, you should just get the Game Pass Ultimate, and then on Game Pass Ultimate, you can play games on your on as everybody knows on your console, on your PC, and on your phone. Um, I think you have to go up to like the hundred twenty dollar tier to to get. I, I don't even know. Like I, I think it said cloud streaming, but I don't really know what that means the for PS3. PS Plus or PS Premium. Yeah. But it, it mo- like it didn't make it seem like it was mobile streaming. So I don't know. Like this, to see a decrease in plus is a little is a little surprising because of how well the consoles are selling. Um. So I don't know. And and then where you said they expect the number to regain subscribers next quarter, does that mean that they genuinely think that there's going to be some games as a services coming out next quarter? And that also means that that tells me that those games as a service that are supposed to be coming next quarter are going to require plus, which tells me they're not free to play. Um, I think they just dis- okay. Wait, let me let me let me backtrack okay. that. I'm sorry. Games as a services, games as a service, not games as a service, but a a multiplayer game or a game that has multiplayer in it. I I mean I can see factions coming out. Factions is still the big question. Is like is faction going to be free? But that to play means it's not premium? free to play. Yeah, which I right. which yeah I think if they're gonna if a studio in their pocket is going to charge a premium price for a multiplayer game, I still think it would be Naughty Dog, uh, just because the mm-hmm. the they don't have the multiplayer pedigree, but they have a pedigree that people yeah. will pay for. Um, that multiplayer better have a damn good story. Yeah, I also think that they just assume that like they have exclusives coming out that people are going to be interested to play. And why they're on the console, they might resubscribe. Um, but nope, it's going to happen. Though I, I do think that's that's how this works. But you think that somebody's going to buy God of War and then get Plus at the same time? Not at the same time. God of War, but they might load up their console that they haven't loaded up since the last f- big first party game, and they might fuck around and look at everything. Um, and also, there's a chance that I don't know what's inside the the box for the PS5, the God of War collection, but there's probably a trial. Yeah. Uh, for PS Plus mm-hmm. in there because there used to be trials. I mean, I think they're usually on like two weeks. 
but that might be enough to get someone into the ecosystem. Uh, but I, I really think that like the, the 2 million loss and the revenue increasing is exactly what they were hoping for. Uh, because right. we're talking about pandemic numbers. Like they, they hit 50 million because of the pandemic. Um, so they knew they would lose those people eventually. And that's why they have the higher tiers. So the people that do stick around are paying more money. So it kind of balances mm-hmm. out to where it's like, oh, we can still make a profit even as we lose a couple million subscribers because we're going to lose those subscribers no matter what because people were home and now they're not home as often. So they don't need their subscription. So we'll just get the money we can from people like me who are dumb and have the, the, the highest tier <laughs> and haven't downloaded a single uh, but, game. But where's the frustration from going after your loyal customers? Um, the problem is the loyal customers think they're getting a deal. <laughs> like no but like in general like where's the the general i like i i just like i look at this of sony has sony studios and sony itself has set the bar so high that they have almost made their certain things unachievable but also i feel like there are certain things that just go unnoticed of like where they're literally like we lost subscribers but made more money because we're taking more money from our loyal customers business like when you say it like that yeah yeah no i i i i, I agree fine so you know they're they're capitalizing but that's not necessarily that's pro-consumer now in 2022's world of like that's what the the companies feel like oh we're offering better services well you're not really because i don't really see anything that's enticing enough on plus uh, pre, uh extra um so far the only thing that's come out in like the what three or four months that is even enticed me even an inch is stray mm-hmm. um but that's not to be said that there's you know and again to to play both sides of the coin nothing has really enticed me enough on game pass in the last four to six months either um so it's it's in a weird spot but they are literally saying that we were able to raise the prices and, and generate more revenue while losing subscribers which okay which means that it's a good business practice but it also is what i'm afraid of what what is what i was afraid of is that there is no incentive for them to increase ps plus extra or premium like you said mm-hmm. why do they increase the retro catalog they already got you yeah and and that's the frustration i have is there's just nothing in the retro catalog uh it's just like say, same thing on the xbox side with games were gold <laughs> you know they're like why are we gonna put quality games into the service get game pass right and then people are like why well, have games with gold and they're like okay continue to pay for that then uh so uh, it's just how things are going unfortunately uh hopefully we'll see an increase uh though i know that like people were able to hack the ps5 because of the ps2 classics so like that's probably why we haven't really seen a ps2 classic in a little bit uh so that hopefully they think of something and start adding to that um because they're going to continue to bleed subscribers. Like, that's just what's going to happen. You're going to lose subscribers because if you're comparing everything to Pandemic, same thing with Game Pass, you know. They got a really big jump three years ago because Pandemic. Uh, and now we're looking at it to where it's like, oh, shit, not many people are going to be interested in Game Pass, which is why they, they have to, like, diversify and, like, see what they can do on the PC side and why they Xbox wants a streaming stick uh, to, to get p- people because they saturated mm-hmm. the console market. Uh, and I'm sure that's happening with Plus in terms of like they only have a certain amount of PS5s out there, uh, and the people that are interested. Well, probably but you're also starting to talk about yeah, but you already started to talk about like how many people are getting their hands on a PS5 right now, whether it's for God of War or whether it's for Horizon that already had a PS4, and you just sign in and your Plus subscriptions there, so you sell another console, but you don't see the increase in 
plus subscriptions. You know, we know that there's like I don't even know like what is the number now roughly like 450 or 470 million between fours and fives out there. No, that's probably too high. Yeah, it's way too I high. I said that out loud. It's like a yeah. hundred, um, uh, 150. Yeah, it's not a, it's not four. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah. 150 to 175 million between fours and fives. Yeah. And to have a third of your user base be on your subscription service is pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and we can't we can't comparatively compare that to Xbox because of Game Pass PC. Like that's an unknown variable. Of there's roughly 25 million Game Pass subscribers, and there's less than there's I believe there's less than 100 million Xbox Ones and Series is out there, right? Sold. It's like Combined? 60. 65 yeah, something like love that the, yeah I, I thought that might have been just the, the series but that's too high for the series so yeah like in terms of the ps4 and 5 family versus the xbox one and series family it's almost there's a hundred million unit gap yeah and with a hundred million unit gap there's less than a 50 percent decrease now again that's not apples to apples because of game pass pc yeah which which seems like it's slower to really adapt but well they just said it was a 150 percent increase yeah but like from what because uh, remember game pass pc right. for the first like two years was kind of a garbage ass service like yeah uh, well i mean like do you think that do you think there's a million game pass pc subscribers oh ever i, I think there has to be at least by now you know okay so but if there was if there was a million and we saw a 150 percent increase that means that the number is at two and a half million yeah so that's a lot it's a lot, but not, you know, if you look at how many people are out on PC, you know, in general, like Xbox has a large base to try and get. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they also need to just build out that service because there is still a difference between PC and console game pass in terms of like, it's not the same library. Yes. Uh, but what, well, even like as I've started, as I've started looking into like Dante's Inferno, it's only on console, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so which is frust- which is frustrating at this point in time. It should just be on both. Mm-hmm. I should just be able to. If you truly, if Xbox truly wants me to play wherever, then it should like almost even let me re- like remote play from my PC to my Xbox, which I think I can. But I, yeah. it should just work. I think I think <laughs> like some of those games are just cloud available. Um, but you know, right? You'd be playing on a cloud but on the Xbox Store. Like when I sign into my Game Pass subscription and I type in. Dante's Inferno. It just gives me the Xbox, lo- the series logo, yeah. not the piece, not the like the mouse. So, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll follow up with this story in a quarter uh, and see where they're at. Yeah, there's not a lot of stuff on the Xbox PC store outside of what's available on Game Pass. Like you, like I can't, and I don't know like what storefronts they would or wouldn't be on. But just as an example, I was messing around the other day, like NBA 2K cannot be purchased on the Xbox PC storefront. I don't even know if it can be purchased on Steam. That might be a bad example because it might not be on PC at all. But there are certain things that I was just surprised like when I was looking that aren't even available to buy on the Xbox storefront. Even if you like even if you just search Batman. Like like Gotham Knights is not available on the Xbox storefront. None of the Arkham games are available on the Xbox storefront, whether it's on Game Pass or not. Like they're not available for purchase. Like like you could just go to Steam yeah. and find something. So it's very it's another storefront, and it's probably like the fourth or fifth storefront that you go to 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 physically buy something. Yeah, it's it's not high on, on the list. So, yeah, yeah, they, they they still have a lot of work to do for the Microsoft Store, 
because uh, it is pretty atrocious. Uh, I know you've been they just like at this point at this point in time, like yeah, they probably just need to get some kind of partnership with Steam where it's almost like a redirect and give them like a percentage of like I don't know, like I just feel like just eliminate that hurdle of like I, it, it's it's a frustrating aspect as a as a primarily like ninety five percent console player trying to do stuff on PC of like okay, is it in the Epic Game Store? Is it in the Microsoft Store? Is it on Steam? Is it somewhere else? Well, they're buying Activision Blizzard, so uh, Battle.net could be their storefront that they connect to. Yeah, that's yeah, that would be great. (laughs) I think if they could just or just take Battle.net and put it in the Xbox Store. Yeah, so (laughs) they 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 might end up having to adopt that or shut it down because like Bethesda had a storefront that they shut down and put into Steam, uh, and you know. Yeah, but again, yeah, like, but then even if you look for, I, I haven't done it, but if you look for a Bethesda game on the Xbox storefront, yeah, you can find it, but it's just Game Pass. And it mm-hmm. just, and like, for me, it just tells me Game Pass, which is fine, because I know I'm a, I'm a subscriber, but I don't, like, I was, like, more, like, trying to, like, compare prices, like, how much is something on the Xbox store, and how much is it on, you know, like, I don't know. I was just messing around the other day, and I'm like, this is kind of shallow. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's, it's trash. Like, it, it definitely feels like a system that's, like, just duct taped together, uh, which yeah. is just kind of embarrassing for such a large company uh right all right we'll move on to the next story uh ea has confirmed that they have a three game deal with marvel uh so as previously announced ea and motive studios are making an iron man game but ea confirmed there are two more games uh being worked on unrelated to iron man but they won't say what they what marvel characters it's based on other than it's in an action adventure game so Disney hated how Star Wars went, kind of, uh, and now they signed up for Marvel. Though EA's done better with Star Wars because of Respawn. So, uh, mm-hmm. don't know what studios would be working on this or if they're just going to put all the Marvel games on one studio. Uh, but more Marvel games are coming and they're going to be from EA. Dave, any dream EA Marvel uh, combos? Uh,. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, unless they start letting them mess with the X Men universe. Mm-hmm. Just that would be nice. Like I don't really know if I need anything else from MCU at this point in time. Um, no, no. I, I still think it'd be like you know, like I still think like we talked about like a Winter Soldier style game would be cool. Like during that World War Two time frame of you know like a third person action adventure like that um but yeah i guess maybe i would like to know more about like possibly like captain marvel's time like post the movie yeah if you, you know, do like a direct where she time leaves. yeah like where she leaves in in going after you know protecting the scrolls or i can't even i'm not even sure if i'm saying what they like the race that she was helping the shape-shifting yeah. race yeah. um so, like, I think, like, those are the two things that, like, come to the top of my head. Um, also, like, capitalizing on maybe some of the Disney Plus success, the Miss Marvel, like, more of her, like, her figuring out about how she got her, what she got, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, more of figuring out more about that that time frame. Um, but, like, all of those, like, immediately when I'm saying some of those stuff, like, that stuff immediately, like, screams, like, Uncharted style to me. And I don't know if I want that, you know? And EA doesn't really have studios that have the pedigree for, for, for that specific type of thing. Um, right. Like maybe a respawn black widow game would be interesting. 
because uh, like basically any idea I can think of, I would want Respawn to work on it since that is the good studio that EA currently has. Yeah. Uh, because everything else, I don't know. Like Motive, I guess is a good think, studio because they're doing yeah. Dead Space. But like, I'm just like I would want Respawn to touch anything uh, because I don't trust Dice uh, to do a game. Right. Um, I and think the, a Vision game would be really cool. Vision would probably be pretty good. But, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I, we'll see how the Iron Man thing turns out, because Iron Man thing could be fantastic. Yeah, you, but you have to believe that's in super early development if Motive's still working on Dead Space. I mean, it's getting ready to come out, so they're probably, yeah. like, like they're essentially wrapping Dead Space right now. But, in sure, this um, Iron Man game's in early development. But the number one concern that I have is the resurgence and the popularity of Iron Man is due to Robert Downey Jr. And mm-hmm. anything other than him probably doing the voice or using some character creation for him is going to leave people disappointed because you know it's either in the suit or it's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And I don't I don't feel like there's much success in between. Like we saw that well, immediately like the number one, the number one thing when Marvel's Avengers was announced was like ew that's who they are. <laughs> Like, well, that, that that that's a problem that every Marvel game is going to have is like you're comparing it. You're going to end up comparing it to the MCU. That's just natural. So these studios have the task of establishing their own version of these characters. And that's like a really big challenge. I think that's why the most successful character in Marvel's Avengers was Kamala Khan, because that wasn't established in the MCU yet. So they got to like right. do what they wanted with that character uh, and make a voice for that character. Uh, but then when it came to like Bruce Banner, Hulk, Captain, you know, like Captain America, Iron Man, it just kind of didn't work because we were just like, why isn't that Chris Evans? Why isn't that Mark Ruffalo? Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what they do. I, d- I don't know what studios EA would even line up for this because Bioware is busy. Yeah. Respawn's busy. Uh, unless they put them all on motive and they're really talking about three Iron Man games. Uh, you know, they're already working on an Iron Man trilogy. Yeah, but you're still talking about by the third game, you're talking about 10 plus years out. How long was Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man? I <laughs> know, like, <laughs> I get it. I'm just talking about development time frame of like, okay, so you start hardcore development on Iron Man at, at the end of 2022. So best case scenario, what, 2024? Best case scenario? What if like, like super fast turnaround? What if like in Motive Studio there's a whiteboard and it says roadmap and it just says Insomniac Games to where they're like, well, once we build the first one, we can just pump these out. Like that's the goal. Uh, you know, just build the world, build the character, and then just start pumping out Iron Man games because all the hard work is done in terms of like here's our background. Uh, but even then, I don't even know what you do with Iron Man in terms of like Spider-Man has New York and the reason Insomniac can pump out Spider-Man games is because New York is already set and made and they just have to work right. on everything else. I don't really tie Iron Man to a specific city like he's a globetrotting sort of uh, hero. So I don't know exactly what you well, do. Well, he flies yeah. at super fast speed. <laughs> yeah. So the, you would imagine he has like you can't just be like, yeah, Tony Stark's protecting San Francisco for this game like that that's mm-hmm. would be boring uh because he could go he could move real fast <laughs> uh yeah so i it, iron man is an interesting first take i would i would have wanted them to go for a smaller character 
uh, but they could end up doing that with the other characters. Uh, there's still the rumor that they're making a Black Panther game, uh, which is going to be confusing. Yeah, but who? Like, to, to your point, who? Like, who is developing this game? They, no, and that, that's in, the thing. In, in EA's umbre- under EA's umbrella. No idea. And that, that's what I'm cur- curious mm-hmm. about. It's just like, because they don't really have the Madden team. The Madden team... Right. No, I mean, the only thing that might be a saving grace for you is, like, maybe if you take the assistant game director from Respawn and give him his own team of some high-end people from Motive or something like that, and you almost have, like, I don't even know what you'd call them, like, this is just a shot in the dark, but, like, Respawn Denver, and you make a studio out of Denver, and you take, you know take people from respawn take people from motive take people from bioware and say okay you guys are moving to denver or you know and we're gonna you guys are gonna make a black panther game and you know you do that you create another studio like that would be the but i think we would have heard about that by now yeah they created that seattle studio which is probably the black panther studio i forget what pedigree it is i think it's outside people uh like not from ea studios um but that's even scarier of just like, hey, we're going to get this big mm-hmm. franchise, don't mess it up, here, new studio that's not established yet. And I think that's when you hit problems like... Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the make or break game. Oh, you guys didn't make the good enough Iron Man game? Okay, you're done. You're closed. Yeah, you're closed and good luck, you know, establishing yourself somewhere else, you know, because uh, you messed up the Iron Man or Black Panther game. Uh, that's super scary. I mean, that's what we're seeing with... Um, I just had it. I forgot what studio is taking on. Like, I mean, you, you have the Amy Hennig, like her first game that might get made mm-hmm. is going to be the Captain America Black Panther game. If that goes wrong mm-hmm. and that's the only game Amy Hennig Studios produced since she left Uncharted 3, that's probably not a good look for that studio or, you know, Amy Hennig's like future in the industry. Uh, so like it's a lot of pressure for like a new studio to be established and be given like a major IP. And, you know, run, you know, here's the ball and run with it. Uh, it, it could backfire for some of these studios. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, last story bit, uh, this is just kind of a, a, a leak uh, since we're, you know, talked about a leak earlier. But this is a positive one. Uh, HBO Max leaked that The Last of Us TV show is coming out January 15th. Um, so HBO's Max website had a trailer and accidentally listed uh, that the show's coming out January 15th. And then I think on the HBO Max app, it also said January 15th. They scrubbed those days from the website and the app, uh, but it's too late. People are now expecting this show to come out January 15th. I'm excited for the show. Dave, I'm curious, are you and Angela going to watch it? I know she doesn't yeah. like scary stuff. so. Uh, I mean, she's she. I think she really wants to watch it because she really loves the Last of Us like universe and story and and all that stuff. But I don't know if she's like tangibly ready to see an episode dedicating ten or fifteen minutes to clickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> the scene of first image of them, they look really good, really scary, really gnarly. So yeah, uh, I do. I do hope this comes in January because that's always kind of a little bit of a dull time of with television shows. Some of them are taking like what I call like NFL playoff break. So they're like, we're not trying to compete with the, with the NFL playoffs and mm-hmm. for something like this to come out during that time would be great. Um, you know, right post holiday. So um, I hope it's true. Cause this would be, you know, but like, I also wonder like, is this one that you, I mean, HBO is typically known for releasing week by week episodes, right? They don't yes. release everything at once. 
Yeah, they, it, it's so. week by week. And I think there's a rumor that this will have a split season, you know, where they'll do like five episodes and then take a break and then do five more episodes, something like that, potentially. Oh, God, that's terrible if it does yeah. that. Uh, because remember, they were just, they were still talking about still shooting the first season not too long ago. Uh, so yeah. um, this might be a split season thing. HBO doesn't do split seasons, though, so I'm hoping that's not the case, but there's a chance it'll be a a split season. I think they, they've talked about that, it's, that this is supposed to be intertwined with the story, the 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 storyline of part one, right? Yeah, it's just part one as far as we know. Yeah. All right. Um... Yeah, so maybe hopefully it comes in January because that's a good time. But uh, I think you skipped the COD story. Or are you not wanting to cover that? Oh, yeah, my bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, Activision announced that Modern Warfare 2 is the fastest selling Call of Duty game. Uh, kind of surprising for me because I feel like this game kind of just kind of came out uh, without a lot of hype. Uh, but yeah, uh, Modern Warfare 2 broke the franchise uh, launch sales by hitting $800 million in three days. Um, the game also broke player count in hours played the first weekend. Um, so it broke a bunch of internal Call of Duty records. Uh, my question to you, Dave. Is this because this might be the last one on PlayStation? <laughs> or uh, before it goes uh, to Game well, Pass? I don't think it's going to be the I don't think it's going to be the last one on PlayStation. Do you think there's um, a, a perception? No, I think it's because it's Steam. Steam. <laughs> Steam. Like, has it not been it on could Steam be, yeah, recently? Yeah. I don't think this is the first time it's been out on PC, like on Steam, in right? In years. Um, yeah. In years, probably, yeah. Because it used to be on Steam, and then it went away from Steam, went to Battle.net. So I think it's back on Steam, yeah. yeah. So, like, you have a huge player a, a, a huge player base that's not concerned about series consoles or PS5 consoles. Like, and just be like, oh, I can play it on my PC. Um, it broke, like, it had, you know... Um, things like it you know it had like a concurrent player count numbers that were ridiculous on steam um and it hasn't been on there in a while so i think that like when you go on what's considered to be the largest platform for gaming you're going to see an increase in numbers yeah uh, yeah i mean it, it was like the biggest steam launch ever um so much so that steam or call of duty disabled family sharing on steam uh, for modern warfare because i guess a lot of people were sharing it uh and and the family system on steam so it definitely is going to be the big thing i do wonder if there's like some weird perception of like playstation players being like i gotta buy it because this one might be the last one for a while even though that's not the case it's going to be there forever uh part of me was just thinking of just like how many people may have purchased it of just like gotta get this call of duty because i don't know what's going to happen with the next one and also they're taking a break next year too so there might be more interest in this one uh, because they're taking a break next year in general. Uh, but I believe you're right. No, it I, think it's, I think it's a comb- I think it's yeah, it's a combination of a couple things. It's Modern Warfare Two, Modern Warfare Remake or whatever they brought out two years ago was good and kind of reset the standard for COD. Yeah. And then this is the sequel of it coming off of disappointing vanguard numbers of where you like you talk to your buddies like oh like you know you said vanguard was trash yeah i know dude but this is this is good this is really good like you know like it's you know it's friday it's you know it comes out on friday or whatever the day it came out and they're texting their buddy like oh no man vanguard was trash no man i've been playing for like four hours like this is really good like come on get it come join okay i got you you know like i'm sure that that was, was happening um you know there was 
what I perceive to be a lot of talk around it in the sports world in general. Um, more talk around it than what I'd seen before, besides the Kyler Murray crap about he can't play when Call of Duty comes out. He plays quarterback terrible. Um, but that's because I pay more attention to NFL football than Michael does. Yeah, Even well, Michael, I think, probably heard about this guy. Yeah, so. yeah. But it is definitely one of those scenes where maybe I'm just out of touch with the Call of Duty community, but I didn't feel like a lot of hype going into this one outside of the usual like Call of Duties coming mm-hmm. out. So it did catch me off guard. That I it, think like, it also had to do with records. it being like a staggered release. Yeah, like, oh, pre-order and play the campaign early and multiplayer betas. And it's like, and then you like messaged me like, hey, man, it's out. I'm like, like, out, out? Like, that's what out, I mean. That's, like, that's what I mean. Like, it, it caught me off guard where I'm just like, damn, it, okay. Because I don't know anyone really talking about it. I have a couple people on my friend list playing. Yeah. But, you know, out of like yeah. the 80 people on my friend list, I think I saw like seven people playing it, which when God of War comes out, my, my playlist of 80 people is going to be like 70 people on God of War. Uh, so I, I kind of use that as barometer for hype uh, and not seeing a ton of people on Call of Duty, but seeing that it's super successful, just, you know, mm-hmm. this is at least more indication why uh, Microsoft can't make it exclusive. <laughs> uh, you know, when, you know, they eventually yeah, own it. Yeah, I think it. his quote or whatever, yeah, like Spencer's quote was it'll be It'll be Call of Duty will be available on PlayStation as long as it exists, and people are like what? <laughs> yeah, because of this reasons like this, eight hundred million dollars yeah. in three days. Uh, yeah. That that is a lot of money, and people are down on the franchise because again, everyone goes, you know, everyone is just like, oh, Call of Duty's it's stagnating, it's it's on a downward tra- trajectory, and then this happens. You know, eight hundred million dollars disagrees with you. Yeah, uh, so it it feels like it's like every other year. It's just like, oh, Call of Duty's really struggling. Next year breaks records. Uh, and Warzone Two's not out yet. Warzone Two comes out in a week or two. Uh, so they're gonna see another like gigantic increase. I didn't even know that Warzone Two is coming out in a week or two. Yeah, yeah. See, like this is why it's so weird because we feel yeah. kind of disconnected from it. Uh, Warzone Two is out November sixteenth. So, yeah, a lot of Call of Duty, a lot of money being made over there. Yeah, we've never like demeaned, you know, demeaned it before. But it's just like when people laugh at how much money Xbox is paying for Activision Blizzard, and like eight hundred million dollars in three days tells you otherwise. It's one seventy eighth there, <laughs> the price tag. So, still, that's three days though. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Like, kind of wild all right um so that's it for news uh nothing has been delayed because everything's actually coming out or it's coming out next year um so what we're playing and watching um i did not play a lot of stuff this week if any um i spent a significant amount of time the last two weeks playing mario rabbits really enjoying it like i said top you know top three game for me in the year so far uh, so Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope is really good. Uh, we recorded a day later last week than we did this week, and it was Halloween. So there's a lot of there was a lot of factors going on uh, with that. But I have not um, played very much. Uh, a couple of people have been asking me my thoughts and opinions on Destiny's Halloween event. And like I said, it's really really boring. Um, so that's not drawing my attention. I was able to with the periodical periodicness that I've been playing in Destiny. I had I, I accumulated enough in-game currency to buy the mech armor ornaments that they released for the event. I could buy those on the first day, so I bought those, and I just haven't really been playing with it, and have not gotten a chance to um, 
go back to Gotham Knights yet. I still want to. I don't really feel like there's anything wrong with it. I've just been kind of exhausted when I come home the last couple of days. So, um, just, yeah, just kind of busy. Like, nothing nothing in particular. I took that time off for vacation, spent a lot of time hooking up the PC, um, and, you know, and did some stuff. And um uh, been doing a little bit more stuff with the family, doing a little bit more stuff with Owen and Scouts and stuff. So, it's taken up some more of my time. Um, so just trying to find that balance. Um, I do want to complete Gotham Knights, ideally get, you know, significant time with Gotham Knights before God of War comes out. And then, um, I know that Michael and I want to, uh, kind of put our nose to the grindstone on God of War and, you know, record some extra content for you guys with that as quickly as we can, ideally before the Thanksgiving break. So you guys can listen to us gush over God of War while you're like stuffing a turkey or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, watching... You know, on Saturday the Michigan Michigan State football game played, and then the tunnel, the tunnel incident with the players. Like again, Michael probably doesn't follow sports, uh, let alone college football, but he probably did hear about these players like beating each other up in the tunnel. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Nope. Okay, so uh, yeah, but that was going on. Watch the NFL. Watch the Lions lose again. It's gonna be like a really really rough season. Like I already thought it was gonna be an okay season, like ish, like three to five wins, and now it's like closer to like two to three wins it's not looking too good right now um yeah so uh very very dull week for me so i apologize so um for me uh started gotham knights uh been playing that a little bit i'm i'm enjoying it um it's not like blowing my mind or anything like that but i do like the aspect of going out on patrol every night with a different Mm -hmm. character um that's like a cool superhero thing. I feel like we don't really do because it's like totally optional. Like you could solve Batman's murder, or you could just drive around the city and beat up random criminals. Uh, so, not really having any issues as long as I do that. I do notice like the frame rate stuff uh, just a little bit, though. I know a performance patch just hit yesterday, so I'm wondering if that uh, helps mm. steady that frame rate because I only notice it when I'm driving. Like when I'm in combat, it's not really a big deal. Yeah. But when you're trying to drive, and I feel, and I feel like I noticed it when I was driving on the PC, like a little hitch here or there, like the, where the the game would feel like it jumps. Yeah, no, that's definitely very much a driving issue, uh, which sucks because that's like the aspect I'm enjoying is driving around and then just seeing mm-hmm. what random crimes I can stop. Um, so I, I'm not crazy in depth with the game yet. I'm, I'm like four hours into it and I mostly was distracted by just like taking each hero out on a patrol. Uh, I don't know. Can you, you can't switch heroes the same night. Like you have to end the day and start a new day. No, anytime right? you go back and yeah. And anytime you go back into the base, like it ends the night. Yeah. That's, that's the only aspect like, I don't really you're like. In the, I can't, I, I, I can't, think of the name right now but anytime you're belfry in the, or something the base of yeah the, yeah anytime you're in the belfry it's daylight and then when you because you can tell when you're in there it's daylight it's daytime um and then when you go out it's nighttime like i like i get it like i said like at the beginning of like when i first played it a couple weeks ago or two weeks ago whatever it was now like i understand that it's the batman universe but like i still think and it would have been cool to be out during the daytime yeah. A little bit. Now I know that doesn't like happen in like the comic books and the Batman lore. That's like that, that's not like a thing. But you I could see you like going into like a building. Um so like it's it's just kinda it's weird. I need to mess like I said, I need to mess with some of more of the characters. I pretty much only played as Nightwing and I got 
you know, into the, like, messed with the the suit system a little bit and changing some stuff around, and I kind of, like, fell down a, like a rabbit hole with that a little bit. Um, how do you feel about the mechanic where you have to, like, interrogate people while you're fighting them? Um, or have you not done that? I've done that. It's a little clumsy uh, of a system. Yeah. Like, I don't really like it too much. Um, so I've been kind of avoiding it. And I hate, I hate the randomness for... of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate the randomness of it where you had to do it against like two gangsters and 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 then two other other um I can't think of the name right now, but like freaks. I think I, I feel like they call it like, freaks, yeah. Um I was like, "Ugh." So then it's like, "Oh, this is another freaks crime. I need a gangster crime and I have to go find a different one." And it's like, "Ugh." Yeah. And how do you feel about the momentum, the building momentum system to perform the special attacks? Uh, that feels a little unattached it, it does feel unattached and i haven't really built out more moves like i really only have like one or yeah. two moves right now so um, yes same yeah so. so i'm not using them pretty much like i'm just because yeah. i don't need to i almost have to do it on purpose because of some of the challenges tell you to like and i don't really i guess i haven't like i guess it's maybe more xp or more like of their in-game loot or in-game currency of like do you know get kill six people or you know harm six people with the momentum moves or you get complete the you complete the encounter without being noticed or you know like so it's like more more silent takedowns but it just so far that part doesn't feel as fluid as the arkham games did and those are 10 years old yeah that, that that's a big thing is like comparing this to the arkham games is both unfair and it's hard not to do that because it's the batman game um, from yeah. the same publisher, you know, not the same studio, but same publisher. Yeah. Um, and also they worked on an Arkham game, technically origins. Uh, yeah, I, I just think it's, right. uh, it's kind of a bummer that you can't switch heroes the same night. Cause you basically feel like, Oh, I'm losing this time that I could be, you know, doing stuff. Cause I gotta, I gotta reset the day and take another hero out. Um, to your point, the reason they don't do daytime is cause then they would have to actually have people in the street. And like Gotham yeah, is very, yeah, the world, very the world's empty. very empty. Yeah, um, I think that you and I might need to try to link up on console. Um, and I would be curious, like, if you join my game with your character, like the 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 huge caveat for me would be uh, progression and carryover. So I'd be very mm-hmm. curious how that works. Now, earning the XP and earning the the stuff for you to craft um, other things, I think, would be unharmful for you and I to go out and patrol and for you to earn extra XP and extra materials. But I'd be curious if you were on a different campaign mission than I was or vice versa, like how that would function and react. Yeah. You'd probably, we could probably try and do that this weekend. You just have to start a PlayStation character. Cause there's no, yeah, uh, I know yeah. cross play. Yeah. I, yes. I, I still think when this four player mode comes out, this four player game mode separate from the game, like that's when they're going to like, Hey, this is out. And we now have crossplay. I did you sure hope so. Have to make it? Did you? Did you have to make a name? No, I did not. You did not have to make it. But name. I think I already had my multiverses is a Warner Brothers account, so I think okay. it just pulled my Warner Brothers account already tied to my PSN ID. Okay. Well, I'll be curious because I'm going to download it on our DDG PSN account, and so I'll be curious if it asks me to do something because I don't have anything linked. I don't think that we have anything linked to that. Not for Warner so. Brothers. So, yeah. Right. So, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, we did get a review code for Shatter Remastered Deluxe. Uh, so, Shatter uh, Remaster is a re- it's a remaster of one of my favorite PS3 games, uh, Shatter. Um, so, this is uh, like a 
block breaking game um similar to like arkanoid i think uh but what this game does to differentiate itself from other brick breaking game or block breaking game whatever you want to call them is it has uh mechanics will probably make dave laugh uh where you can suck and blow uh the ball uh, that you're using to break blocks. Um, so that's how it differentiates itself from other more basic games in the same genre. Uh, this allows you to have just a little bit more control of the ball's direction. And when it comes to the different type of blocks that need to be break uh, broken or specific boss battles, it's very handy. And at the time when this game came out originally in... Let me check the date um 2009 uh that was kind of a big deal um because that the genre has was kind of stagnant at that point and this felt very fresh and new when it came out um so this remaster uh brings it up to 4k i believe they're advertising 120 frames on certain platforms i'm playing it on ps5 but my tv is capped out at 60 hertz so i haven't been able to test anything further than that uh but it does run smooth uh it did kind of catch me off guard because uh visually it looks way sharper and almost looked cartoony to me to where like i i'm probably gonna have to load up my ps3 just to kind of look at them to see like if any of the art was changed or it's just because it's a higher resolution that it just looks completely different to me uh but it's still a, a fantastic looking game uh the leaderboards are, are are gonna become my addiction uh though i was playing them pre-release so there wasn't too many people like on there uh to to compare against uh but this is exactly uh the game that it was back then but it it's running on newer hardware it looks significantly better and it has as far as i know the full soundtrack which the shatter soundtrack was fucking fantastic back in the day it is current it's still really fucking good uh but i haven't beaten all the levels yet so i don't i can't confirm if all the music's in there yet for myself but as far as i know it is like the original soundtrack uh so yeah um i'll probably give this a full review next week but like it's that game it's that really good ps3 game uh but it's on a ps5 now uh so i i I was really excited when this game uh, came out uh, just to get my hands on it again. Uh, so uh, we'll probably have a full review for it next week, though. Expect that one to be short because it'll just basically be me saying, yep, that's that game because uh, it has all the original modes on it, the uh, original soundtrack. So it's as good as I remember it. Uh, but we'll see what happens towards the, like the last couple levels to see if anything changes my opinion on it. But yeah. That's awesome. That's it for playing and also watching. Um, like, I really haven't been watching anything. Sarah's playing Bloodborne, uh, so I've been watching a lot of Bloodborne. Um, she's been streaming it, too, um, which I was waiting for Dave to be like, huh, you can't stream, Michael, but uh, Sarah's streaming Bloodborne. Uh, she, 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 doesn't, she doesn't work for DDG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, right now, if I look to my right, Bloodborne's being played right now. Uh, so... Yeah, I've been watching. I mean, she could pick up. She could pick up your Slack if she wanted to. Like that would be fantastic. She could, uh, but but <laughs> that's okay. Um, but yeah, uh, so I've been watching a lot of <laughs> lot of Bloodborne, um, and then I'm playing Gotham Knights uh, here and there, and a little bit of Overwatch. Uh, but I got to I got to squeeze in Modern Warfare two uh, sometime this week. Yeah. 
Uh, need somebody to play that with. So tweet at me or message me and like let's, let's play some. Let's see how crap I am at, at COD because it's been a long time yeah, since I messed right. with the multiplayer. I don't. I don't necessarily like. I will play the campaign, but I would actually like to have like a night like once a week once every other week with like with even some of the ddg people of like hey like thursday night we're gonna play some cod for like an hour an hour and a half or whatever like i would love that um i, I think that would intrigue me enough to, to play that i just would need three four or five people that want to play it and tolerate me because <laughs> i miss i miss doing that when i used to play a lot of shooters with like we used to have a group of like four five six people that would play battlefield on a pretty regular basis i know a lot of the the UK guys, Matt Lowe's, Robert Cartwrights. I don't know if they're playing COD. I know they play a lot of Battlefield, though. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, their gaming nights. But their gaming nights start at, like, 4 p.m. my time. <laughs> so, um, all right. So we're going to hit some questions and comments, like, really quick. Uh, we're running a little long. Not too long. But uh, so uh, you can send us those using hashtag AskDigitalDays. Uh, so Stefan Wren writes, um, who do you want to win the World Series? Uh, if the Phillies win, can we have a special podcast talking about it with Josh? Um, might be an excuse to get him on. <laughs> yeah, could be. Could you be. Know. So, um, however, I did. I'd, I'd have to find this exact thing, and I think I might tweet it. I heard it on the radio today. I might do some Googling. But uh, every year that the Philadelphia Phillies or the Philadelphia franchise has won baseball's championship, like going all the way back to like 1929, 1980. 2008 and then possibly now it has tied to the depression or a recession fantastic fantastic <laughs> you know yeah, what so <laughs> i'll take a depression over an astros win oh wow yeah okay so <laughs> out of the probably the four major sports that you pay attention to and follow mm-hmm. i think basketball is number one and baseball is number two yeah. correct yes Okay, why do you still have a disdain for the Astros when nobody for that organization is involved with that scandal anymore and they're still winning? Because fuck them, Dave. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I... Like, the manager, the general manager, mm-hmm, the bench mm-hmm, coach, mm-hmm. they're all gone. People still live there, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I... I, I kind of want the Phillies to win just because it'll make my white socks cringe even more because like a couple of the signings the white socks were in the the conversations for ended up in philly uh so i'm kind of rooting for philly but also fuck houston fuck houston fuck the yankees (laughs) fuck the red sox i i i really like bryce harper as a player i love the way he plays plays the game i think it sucks that he's only dh'ing lately you know coming post injury so hopefully he plays in the field again but like they they're kind of like the scrappy bunch too so like Mm i i it wouldn't bother me either way who wins this, but I think it'd be cool for Philadelphia to win one again because it's been like you know twelve years, twelve thirteen years since they since or whatever they won in oh eight. So, all right. Uh, so Roy Gibbs writes: Any plans to participate in Extra Life this weekend? Uh, so my question would be: Oh shit, that's this weekend. It's always around my birthday, and I just can never make it make it happen around my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Roy, I know you're doing extra life. Um, kudos to you. Please, uh, send me all of your extra life information. Um, I would like to donate to uh, your extra life and I would also like to, um, promote your extra life streams. Um, and I would like to play, I know I said I would last year and I didn't, but I would like to play some games with you, whether it's, I believe you're playing all day Saturday and I am working on Saturday, um, but I would be home in the evening. 
Um, I think you're going to tell me that you want to play Division 2. Um, so if that is the case, then just remind me, and then I will download it, and I will try to carve out some time. But most importantly, as I, I can't 100% promise you that I can play, but I will 100% promise you that I will donate and I will promote um, because you are a active community member, a Patreon supporter. So you check all the boxes of, and you're also doing something that's great for your community. So if anybody else that's listening to the show also does Extra Life, please um, just DM me on Twitter or Facebook if we're friends that way. Um, and we will take care, between Michael and myself, we will take care of promoting your streams. Um, it could be the, to the extent of me like nudging Michael in Discord on a Saturday afternoon saying, hey, just do me a favor, retweet this, and he'll take care of it if when he has a yeah. minute. Um, Hit so, us up in Discord, but, um, Facebook, Twitter. And we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll... We can't really do that if you don't tell us about it. So please, if you are anybody is doing Extra Life, I would love to. I can't promise. Like If I get like 10 of you that are doing Extra Life, I can't promise that I can donate to all 10 of you. <laughs> um, but I, I will try to figure something out. Um, to to take care of that, but I promise if if there are ten of you doing it, we will promote all ten of you doing it. I can promise that. So, um, so please, please send that. Uh, and our last question of the day comes from John Coble. Um, what would be your perfect video game conference? Um, uh, fan made media merged fan and media like E three or one of uh, for media separates? Uh, should each brand developer or hardware have their own? Uh, it's just kind of a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I think that, to be honest with you, and this is probably going to be a cop out. I think the way that Sony handled PSX for two I, years, that's what's going to be my thing. Row, I was going to say PSX is, was the perfect conference. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, here's the stuff that's coming out, and go play it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was open to the public, and it was open to the press, and it was, you know, it was very. You know, very felt very informal. Didn't have to go too many different places. So that little niche of time they had for those two or three years, like they just did the same thing every year, and they just had solid content coming every year, and it just worked. And also, I don't know if you engaged with it, but they had like scavenger hunts on your phone that you would get like mm-hmm. a playing card if you went to like the indies in like each individual indie yeah. had or, like a playing card, or you would like check into it. And then you'd get an award, like a physical gift for like, you played yeah. 15 and I games. I feel like they struck the Go perfect balance of how many people poster. were. Yeah. But they struck that perfect balance of, of it wasn't overly crowded, but it wasn't empty. And it wasn't like there was terribly long lines. Like it was just like, I don't know how many tickets they sold, if they stopped selling, if they stopped letting people in. I don't know what they did, but they seemed to be like right at the, at a great capacity count the one year that I went. Yeah. And I think I went to two years. I think. Um, and it always just seemed like a really well-run show. It wasn't really for media, and I'm fine with that, uh, but it, w- it was yeah. a really good, fun show. Um, and I never even experienced, like, the panels. Like, I never went to any of the panels. Like, I was too busy yeah. doing the other stuff on the floor. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think PSX was the perfect thing, and I really hope they do another one in the future. Like, I really do. And I think, like, but it's, and, and again, like, going full circle, I think Microsoft has the potential eventually to do something similar of like a like an Xbox only event where there's Bethesda stuff and there's Activision stuff and there's like hey here's what's coming out in the next 9 months or 12 months and the stuff that's coming out in the next 6 months is on the show floor and you can play it go play like and I then they, they can, can put the demos really they can put the demos on the Xbox game cloud uh to where you, like hey yeah. here play the demos and they'll go away at the end of the weekend mm-hmm. they, right they, there's options 
All right, uh, so that is our show for the week. Like I said earlier in the show, you can follow us on the social media. The main the main Twitter account for now is at Digital Days Pod. Uh, Michael's yeah. is at the first MJC. Mine is at Good Dave Hunt. Um, please consider liking us on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> and, even that's not like the best option right now. I know. It's just like a, if anybody has a cool social media thing that they want to start, now is a good time to start it. Guys, um, uh, Discord's that, pretty cool. We have like channels yeah. in our Discord. You can show off discord stuff. and youtube <laughs> like we can st- yeah but uh discord would be really solid um there's definitely some some nice sorting and some improvements going on in there so the discord link is in the show notes the facebook groups in the show notes the twitter handles are what i just mentioned uh patreon.com slash digital days gaming and as well as farmer john in the chat mentioned um we do have a teesprings account um we i, I keep wanting to give it like a little bit of a refresh and i keep forgetting um, and as well as maybe you know explore uh, possible other options because we weren't necessarily enthralled with exactly what we were getting from Teesprings, but uh, I had tentatively planned to do that for our three-year anniversary, and that's today, and I'm behind. <laughs> so, um, so, but for now, like the, we'll see where we're at. Um, I still might try to do something as we get ready for the holidays. So, uh, but. With that said, please again consider reviewing the show. Please consider subscribing on Twitch if you have um, the ability to do so, whether it's through Amazon or through um, just monetarily if you choose to. Um, But yeah, I hope everyone has a great week and uh, keep moving forward. Don't be a dick. See ya.